Welcome everyone to Reroll MMA Multiple Martial Arts Podcast, where we explore the intersection of martial arts, society, and culture. I'm Danny. And I'm Elliot. I want to kick off this, our first show of 2021, by first kind of thinking about where we are at the beginning of the year, and I've been looking forward to get a chance to talk to you. Um, We're recording this after the January 6th incident in Washington, D.C., and one of the things that we were trying to do within this venue is to think about just how things relate. And I really want to hear your thoughts, Elliot. What did you think about what happened on January 6th in D.C.? I think uh, there was a lot of people who, you know, for, or for, man, well, where do I start? First off, you know, a bunch of people who can't stand democracy. They don't, um, you know, a, a, lot, a lot of these people are misinformed um, I'm talking about the the, the, the the protesters and rioters and um, you know the attempted coup. I mean, a, a lot of these are conspiracy theorists and um, yeah, who don't appreciate democracy, who don't who who cannot um, don't know how it is to lose. I mean, yeah, this is how it works. You know, this is an ebb and flow. And you know what? Um, you know, I'm usually not the you know quote-unquote law and order kind of guy but yeah there is you know okay you know if, if we're talking about like say anarchism there are no rulers but there are rules there's rules to things you know and there's a sense of respect and you know i don't i think it's pretty disgusting and, and infantile to for some of these protesters to um say spread all their you know defecation and urination like all their wall and floors of of congress that's pretty bad with that said, yeah, um, I am um, glad that you know the inauguration day was fairly smooth. And um, I'm not saying that the new administration has all the answers, but I, I think it's a little bit more stable. How do you feel, Danny? Well, in re- in regards to just my thoughts on January sixth, and I want to kind of give context that my response is really based on a little bit of my take on politics but also my response as an observer uh, looking at the mayhem the, the chaos the potential and actual violence and um i felt that it was i don't know like like you disappointing but also, um, I don't know, I'm trying to be careful because it feels disrespectful to say that um, that the, there were too many actors and not everyone knew their script, if it makes sense. Some people were ridiculous. Like, I, I just think they like, dummies. Like, and I say dummies in the literal, like, no thought, just a body. And they're being used by other people. Like the way we can have a, a sparring dummy, a jiu-jitsu dummy, and we place it wherever we want. I saw a lot of that. That like, um, unfortunately, 
that sense of anger was just co-opted by some that had a little bit more insight on what they were going to do. Um, and I was really just not, not surprised. I actually, I think it's important to place a little bit of context that like, I thought that, that what I was seeing could be something that I would, I was accustomed to seeing in other parts of the world. And I didn't give them credit. I said, they're not, they're not able to do that here. And I thought about it in the ways that like, um, they didn't have all the right pieces, but they had a lot of anger. And um, I, I want to just kind of maybe use that as a springing board to where we are, because I, I was thinking about, you know, wanting to, you know, reach out to you and hear your thoughts on it, because we haven't really talked much. I haven't been able to meet up in, in a good while. Um, but part of this conversation that we developed last year was to have a space that you and I could talk about martial arts, society, politics, how it all relates. And I saw a lot of our conversations there. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of things, for example, whether it had to do with those people that were trained, and I put that in quote, in some type of combative arts. And, and then questioning like, well, shouldn't you have learned a little bit more about how things work? You know, whether that you can't use violence to get your way uh, i think about you know these conversations we, we had last season and as a kind of hint um, we are gonna transition i think it's fair to think about this 2021 as marking season number two of reroll mma uh, to me it's pretty exciting i mean we've done a little bit over 20 shows i think and that puts us in a good spot where we ask ourselves what have we learned and where do we go from here and I think that's a good segue right now. I'd like to kind of think about that right now. Just as you feel, you know, that you can kind of activate some of our past conversations, were you able to see some of the stuff that we've talked about among the chaos? Or was that just too, you, you put it away and it didn't relate at all? The chaos, you mean in American politics? Well, I, no, no I, th I think, you know, we, especially now, you know, with the internet, communication and everything and you know with with the world of martial arts for example the growing world of um the mixed martial arts the sport of mixed martial arts um it's interesting because i like to know where these fighters are from and um where they're training and you know how how it's gone so international you know these different countries you know um you know <laughs> What, what, why 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 would I know about certain you know um, I, I think I think I don't want to, R R Russian territories I suppose why would I know some of these you know, areas like Kyrgyzstan you know and all, all that stuff and there's a lot of great fighters coming out of there and just seeing you know the the, the toughness of some of these people and um, you know a lot of stuff relates you know with a you talk about chaos yeah I mean the world is is there's there's so much um discussion and so much conver multiple conversations going on and you know I, I like to follow a lot of you know thai muay thai related stuff and just seeing that you know, not many people only one fighter that i've seen talk directly about um the protests in thailand and you know what am i 
what am I missing out on? Like, w- there's something that I don't know about <laughs> that a lot of people know about, you know, I'm not in that mix, you know? You know um, but at the same time, you know, it's, it is interesting to see I'm during this quarantine, I've been a little bit obsessed with UFC. I've been following that. It's my new sports, you know, it's my new Lakers. And, um, I, I really enjoy that. And I, I really think that you know, with 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 the conversation going on with politics and stuff like that, I think there's been you know it's it's kind of uh, interesting to see all the different characters and the different platforms they stand on. You know, even though they might not be political, you know, their presence in certain spaces are really political. And um, I know, but but at the same time, you know, I don't. I, I don't want to cast judgment, you know, because at the end of the day, I don't know them personally unless they, you know, say some really, you know, disrespectful things. And I, I don't, you know, I, I don't, you know, just like the same way, I don't want people to judge me for, you know, my political views. You know, we can all have larger conversations and, and, and learn more from each other. But not to sound like some kind of, you know, <laughs> some kind of liberal or nothing. But yeah. <laughs> how, how do you feel, Danny, about this, you know, about what, what's been going on, especially in during season one? Well, I took this moment of the incident on January 6th very lightly at first. Then I grew into taking it more seriously. And when I say I took it lightly is that I was aware, but when people were saying this is an attempted coup d'etat, I'm like, nah, these are just some really ridiculous people that don't know um, what they're going to get into. Then I had a talk with several friends, some of them quite versed in politics and even military. And they were like, you're missing the point. You don't get 66,000 people like this by happenstance. You don't get these type of movements without logistics and planning. And if you think that it was just, uh, unorganized chaos funneled through a window like a pressure valve you know then it was stated on toward me that i'm missing it i don't understand it and that's how i grew to see it but one of the things that at the beginning i had was something that we've talked about in the past which is a question that many of us carry which is like why do we train uh, we train because we believe that someday we're going to have to use it. Some of us train because we love competition. I don't think I was ever that person. But I always had part of it that I trained under this belief that I was going to use it. And as I get older, I am, I'll be honest, I'm scared. I don't want to ever use this, you know. One, as I get older, I'm, I'm even second-guessing myself now that I'm older. Uh, and the few times that I did use it, I'm, I think I said it earlier, I'm embarrassed because it, I know that it was not necessary. But I check myself now by thinking about how people felt as they saw the, the madness, the violence. Um, and they said certain things. This, I've been training for this moment my whole life. I, I got that quote from a friend of mine. If someone tries to come at me because now it's open season, I'm ready. 
And I'm going like, no, buddy, no. No one is coming after you. Uh, but I want to also give context to this. And I'm probably speaking contradictory. The protest space, the, the space of the streets, the city halls, the marches have always been open to confrontation. And I remember the last time uh, that I was there in a way that I felt that something violent was going to happen. We were, we were all talking about that. We knew that this, that some of us were not, shouldn't be on the front line. We knew that some people were causing a little bit more, um, more, more, more chaos than they should because they weren't able to see that they weren't able to engage in it. So like, I'll be direct. At one point we had to tell some dude, like, calm down. You don't even know how to fight. Like literally stop getting in these people's faces. And if things go sideways, we know we can't count on you. Literally, that's how we check that person because they, they were, he was putting us at risk because we did not want to fight. But he made it like he was calling people out, literally like, come, you want a piece of me? And we're like, dude, don't say that. You don't know how to fight. <laughs> but to the point, bring it back to what I asked you earlier, like, could you see something that we've been talking about? And I felt that that's what I was seeing. I was seeing like, oh, these are those moments where people feel. Like, yeah, I'm going to go there prepared for battle. I've been training. And we saw them. I don't know if you were able to catch the people in fatigues, in helmets, in shields, makeshift weapons. These people have been training. And they've been training in the ways that many of us recognize. Backyard dojos, formal dojos. And that's where I where this conversation intersects with what we've been talking about, martial arts. Because I was also curious, and and I'll, I'll just say it, but don't you don't acknowledge it because it probably isn't even useful, of what we saw in the moment. So we saw people, for example, running instead of fighting among the videos. And I thought, that makes perfect sense. And some people said, oh, that's lame. That person shouldn't have ran. Look, they're they're trained. They're actually a police officer. They they're supposed to stand up and fight, break some skulls. And I'm like, no, this person is one made an assessment, tactical assessment, and ran. And maybe they also did a personal assessment and said, I want to go home to my family. You know, and I think those are the talks that we have been having little by little throughout uh, the first season. And I'm curious, you know, like that, like, what have we learned about ourselves and about the martial arts? And and where do we go from here? You know, it's interesting, uh, you know, you bring up certain things because, you know, the way I see this political, you know, the American dual political spectrum, there's these, you know, like you said, the, 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 but what we saw on January 6th were a bunch of, you know, uh, uh, some of them were militia type guys who train. And I'm thinking that's like the, you know, it's always, you know, the, what seems like the authoritarian types who are the tough guys. And it's like, why, why are the, you know, progressives, the so-called left, why, why 
does it seem like it's so always like why do they get pigeoned into an anti-gun pacifist maybe non-violence or which goes into like not training martial arts kind of like a you got like a new hippie like oh let's treat every you know like i'm like dude why is that you know i think especially self-defense and you know like like that old uh saying old japanese saying uh it's better to be a uh a, a soldier in the garden than a gardener in the battlefield or something like that but yeah you know like in greece where uh you know there was a, a muay thai gym that was opened that was for um anti-fascists you know they're, they're training to for self-defense if there was you know groups of nazis hanging out and i'm like yeah i mean this is you know there's there's always that in my in my head when i'm you know just in certain spaces and you know shout out to you know la progressive shooters which is like you know talking about you know second amendment rights within you know um poc communities and, and contexts, which i think is pretty cool but um you know there's this one really famous uh, vir uh viral clip you know it was a protest that had gone uh with 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 physical conflict one guy who's dressed in all black he has like a look like he had a metal rod he just had a, you know right hand textbook strike against overhand strike against um a, a, another protester the other protester you know uh looked like a bigger dude this guy had um, forearm guards on, blocked it, easy block, right hook, and I, pre I predict it was a knockout or a near knockout. I was like, man, that's like so, it was so clean, you know. And I'm like, man, it's so embarrassing. Like, you know, if that wasn't, you know, like <laughs> I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it. You know, like there's a lot of you know anarcho black block protesters who need training, who are like, dude, if 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 you know. There's going to be some conflict with with people with weapons. Got to know how to use it, and that's something that's been on my mind just a lot in general. And I think training is great for everybody. I just think it's great for everybody. But you're asking me, you know, like, you know, like on inauguration day, UFC fight night, Chiesa versus Magni was on same time during the inauguration, and on the computer, you know. I had I had I had two windows up, one of the inauguration and one of UFC, and it was really kind of funny. I was just sitting there going, "Wow, this is um, I, I wonder how many people are doing this right now." So I, I think it's great that we, um, you know, are involved with ourselves with different spaces and discourses, and you know, I don't know. I I, I try to I try to. I don't want to say everywhere at once, but. I like what I like and it's okay and it's not and it's okay not to fall into certain categories and I think that's why um it makes sense what we do and I'm not competitive D just like just like you know, like I'm not here for competition I'm here for self defense and in turn there's competition and then there's fun like I'm I'm having fun you know punching and getting punched and I think that's probably the place that maybe I can kind of hook this conversation on to is that you referenced uh, something that I feel many of us have heard, um, this divide of the weak versus the strong, the weak being agro-conservative, patriotic, masculine, hetero. The list goes on. 
And then this idea that like we think about this this weakness of it that goes like if you're progressive, if you care about the environment, um, you may not even be thought of as masculine. Uh, your sexuality might be questioned. But I always think about this divide as this um, non-logical divide because it doesn't make any sense. Um, but it does make sense within my analysis of uh, kind of like the rhetoric so that um, my anthro background and looking at gender studies, for example, we, we, we can itemize how like patriarchal societies divide or create a binary between the strong and the weak, masculine and feminine. And everything that's masculine is perceived as strong and everything that's feminine is perceived as weak. And by association, anything that is tied to femininity is called weak. And when we think about us, at least myself as a caring human being, they might say, that's very weak of you. That's very woman-like of you. Or vice versa, that's very woman-like of you. And they're add the very weak by association. I now stand in this question by saying that it makes no sense. It shouldn't make any sense, even though I've been raised in a society that has taught me to understand it very well. The, the statement, you punch like a girl, was not a compliment growing up. It, no one was saying you punch like the most amazing Muay Thai fighter in the female bracket. They never assumed that. They just said, you don't know how to punch because you punch like a girl. But now I think of it as saying, no, if you say you punch like a girl, I can say which one, which one of the many fighters that I follow. Um, is it Cyborg? I would love to be able to punch like Cyborg, Chris Cyborg. Um, if they say, oh, you know, you do judo like a girl, I was like, oh, like Ronda Rousey. I would love to be an Olympic level judoka. But I'm I'm only trying to to fight against the that binary because I I own my present vision of what the divide um, should not be so that weak versus strong should not be gendered, but it also should not be politicized as you mentioned. So that if I think of myself as someone that says, "Hey, I care about the environment," and they scream at me, "Ah, oh, you tree hugger," and they think that they can come at me and hurt me. Like, well, I think it's going to be really hard, you know. Uh, and, and I've been surprised at people's surprise. Like, I remember um, early on, I found it really annoying when I was doing jujitsu, And I would tap someone out. And the teacher would go like, oh, you just got tapped out by a professor. As if that is bad. Like, what? Teachers can't do jujitsu, Right. But it was it was really insulting because it was a backhanded comment. Like I know they gave me props, but you're you're saying that because I'm a professor somehow that I shouldn't be able to tap out other people. It's like no, like I should be able to tap out if I have the skill set and the circumstances, but not because I'm tied to the teaching sector. But teachers, as you mentioned, maybe are thought of as weak. But if I was a construction worker, no one would say, hey, you got tapped out by a construction worker. Ha ha ha. They would just probably assume. So I think that I we're on the same page. And I and I wonder if it if it is about 
what you stated that there are places where a lot of us are saying we are not those people anymore or we were we never were we were never weak those of us that thought about uh, our moment in time historically we believe ourselves that we would have made the choice for example in when i see the videos of the 1960s protest i'm saying i'm not going to be the one hitting the protesters with a baton i would have been the one marching but at the same time maybe i would have been also the ones defending myself as a, as the aggressors tried to hurt me because it's a human right to defend yourself from aggression and 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 the rhetoric around violence is different i i'm not advocating for violence i'm not even advocating for like that's how the movement toward social justice is going to be made what i am saying is that i find it frustrating that we have accepted a belief that to be strong means to be conservative nationalistic pro military and to be weak is to be caring to want social justice to care about the environment to want rights for everyone i believe all of us i think that maybe by default that makes me more strong because i'm advocating for these things that require a lot of work no I, I, absolutely and i i like that um i like i like your breakdown cuz it is it's it's so odd that it's like that like like guys who you know being tough is uh driving a big truck and i'm like no that's, that's not tough that's like a waste of money waste of gas and uh you know obviously there's something going on that you that that you to bring someone to spend so much money to present an aura of toughness you know there's some stuff that they have to work through but who am i to judge right um yeah so you know going going on to um you know in in season 2 what what are you hoping to you know look forward to or dissect more or is there something that um or is there something else i was hoping um if it's okay that maybe you know if we could go a little bit more introspective uh one of the things i was thinking about is um when i posed this question what have we learned where do we go from here i think we've learned a lot even in our conversations you know the few that we've had from last year but we've learned a lot about ourselves as we've trained and some of the things that we've learned were um disappointing at least for me <laughs> you know like whether it it is like being a young teenager and knowing that i didn't fight because i was too scared and i thought and everyone said what happened to your karate buddy weren't you that dude that was taking karate and i was like man i couldn't even face them because i was just too scared you know and then i think about those other moments where like i stood up for someone else in ways that i shouldn't have like there was no one backing me up and i was way out of odds and it worked and then we said like where did that come from like i don't know i don't know where that came from but it happened and i'm glad i'm here and not on the floor <laughs> you know so i i would like to see if we can kind of use a, some the space 
with 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 a sense of like comfort and safety, obviously. Uh, but just kind of think about some 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 introspective questions about about our training, about ourselves, and see if anyone feels that they 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 can kind of find value in that. No, definitely. I mean, sometimes even training, even even training and having so much um, uh, common interest with others in the gym, I still feel not alone because there's so much, you know, support, I guess. But like, sometimes it's like, man, I want to talk Muay Thai. I, I kind of nerd out of oh, people from different gyms. I'm trying to learn, you know, different fighters. You know, there's so much to catch up on the golden era of Muay Thai. And, but you know, there's so many people who don't like, who don't nerd out. And I'm a little bit disappointed. Like, I want to know that, you know, the history, like, what am I doing? What am I studying here? And, you know, that's why I appreciate so so much stuff on the internet. <laughs> so lo- looking into ourselves, I think that's a good start. And, 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 you know, I think, I think I need to look into myself some more. I mean, it's, it's like, um, it's almost like a, you know, a lot of times when, you know, when, when somebody is on a psychedelic experience, you know, we're looking into ourselves to learn more about ourselves. You know, there's nothing new that, that whatever the plant brings is very introspective. And so, you know, I, I think, I think it's a, it's a good practice to have, to have introspection and patience. And I need to be patient with myself a little more too. Well, on that note, I want to thank the listeners for joining us here on Reroll MMA, where we explore the intersection of martial arts, society, and culture. 